<laughs> Music is as follows. <laughs> it is. That is all of music. struggle to sort the wheat from the chaff, have nightmares about your musical spring clean, hide from the peril of sorting all that fucking music, well struggle nightmares peril no more with CML, every number one ever experience, hear songs you love be ruined by three jumped up tossers who really should know better, enjoy relaxing times as nine number ones get reviewed, catalogued and categorised in an hour or less, or your money back. Let other ears eat the musical notation and save yours for more important sounds with every number one ever. Buy from Homebase, Poundstretcher or direct from CML. Comes with three interchangeable heads. Matt Head is overly verbose and has an intemperate nature. Great for those grounded songs like Cliff Richard's Saviour's Day. Craighead is driven by the image of full bins. See how well Craighead can clear your entire CD collection. Hi Craighead. Hi maggot bins. <laughs> and for a specially serviced try new Liam Head. New Liam Head features two scientific concentric brushes that can dispose of even the most canonized of stains. Hi Liam Head. Liam Head is what Drew gets. Every number. <laughs> <laughs> Every number one ever will dis review, dismiss, and eviscerate your music collection. Or your money back. And today's machine is called... Shit! Wait, 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 wait. Can I just explain that as I was about to say it, the screen just rolled up one. I only typed it 10 minutes ago, but right, go on, try again. And today's machine is called Microsoft Machine. Microsoft, soft machine, Microsoft machine, and a machine name with the word machine in. Ticks all boxes. A meta. Baby. Um, shall we begin? Shall we just do this thing? First up this week is Craig. Uh, my first number one this week is unique. Number one, number 1,261. What a big pile oh. of donkey turds this is going to be. Oh, really? uh, micro hard machine. Let's uh, see if we have any facts. Allow me to just replay Matt's shit. <laughs> Very quickly. Um, okay. Also, <laughs> I have the right thing on. It's been. It has been one week. This was number one for one week from the 10th of May in the year of our Lord 2014. Sigh, press play. <laughs> when I met you in the summer, to my heartbeat sound, 
we fell in love as the leaves turn brown. I'm fine if you stop it. And we could be together. I have not a clue what that is, I'll be honest. What is that? As long as this is the track Summer by everybody's least favourite uh, dance slash producer, Calvin Harris. Uh, no, oh, he's got worse. seven number ones, the lad, hasn't he? Yeah, this is number six of seven. Oh, gosh. All right. It's the so, Scottish yeah. Guetta. I mean, it's it, the fact that not any of us actually remember this track at all shows the sort of impact it had on everyone's lives. I'm not even a vague memory. One week I, ago, I right? sat there, yeah, yeah, I sat there for like... And, and in May, who's releasing a song called Summer on the start of May? That's jumping the gun just slightly. <laughs> Should have been called Late Spring. <laughs> <laughs> Edgy commentary Craig, from Craig. Craig, is there a drop? Is there anything approaching a drop? It's that one. Oh, so it's it sounds, it sounds like every Calvin Harris track. It's the one that isn't levels by Avicii. Yeah. <laughs> Calvin Harris killed Avicii. Oh. There you go. You heard it here first. Yeah. Did you take a pill with him? No, that was Mike Mike Posner. Posner. Well done. I'm just Good trying job. to spice up. I'm trying to spice up the first one here, Craig, because let's be honest, it's a wet start there. EDM shit. Could it get any wetter? No, I reckon it's going to get better. Wetter my or better? Is that the new game? Wetter or better? Ooh. Uh, this my next number one is unique number one, number nine, seven. That's 97. Uh, 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 micro soft lob machine? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there's little time to prepare on this one. Uh, are there any salient facts that you can provide me on this? <laughs> no, this is nothing. This was number one for four weeks from the 5th of February in the year of our Lord, 1960. So it, it's, the, it's the 50s. 50s. It's very much the 50s. So spin the wheel. Can we get it? Press play. I'll never let you go. Why? Because I love you. Go on. Oh! Oh! Because I love you. Bit, bit Bowie. Bit Anthony Newley. It is indeed Mr. Anthony Newley with his track, Why? <laughs> the guy who was originally slated to sing Goldfinger? Yeah. Uh, also, the guy who wrote the songs for Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yep. That makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this song couldn't be any wetter if it was Marty Pello covering a Bon Jovi song while drinking a bottle of Evian in a fucking swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> it is just the wettest piece of just blur ever. It just goes on and on and on. Uh, fun fact, three months to this, another version of this song was re- released by Frankie Avalon. It sounds exactly the same and it only charted at number 20. So I'm guessing that... Nobody was in the mood for this sort of throwaway pop sort of later in the year, like November, December. But come February, we're geared up and ready to go. After four weeks of this at number one, though, you're sort of done, aren't you? Yes, very much so. So, uh, opinions, boys, where are we feeling about Mr. Newley? The combination of the pair, to be honest, is fairly unpleasant. It's, it's, it's rather whiffy, isn't it? We've got sort of throwaway nonsense at either end of the charts here. I mean, 
Actually, yeah, shat at the start, shat at the end. It's it's like let's see, let's see what children. we can put in the middle I mean, well, of this. New Louis only interesting because of his effect on Bowie, on on early Bowie. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And how early Bowie he mimicked him, laughing gnome era at Al, and um, he is like pre-swing in London, yeah. kind of cool London head, wasn't he? Very fey, very very English. Mm. Uh, affected voice that is literally a pattern obviously uh, the willy wonka fact which was my only newly fact that's that's all i got mate so i think we should move on tell you what yeah. is weird just really quick on the bowie thing this case this is 1960 is it craig did you say uh 1960 yes but bowie starts doing all this stuff with pie in 1966 so it's only like six years pardon me Way! It's the inspectors to inspect his concrete <laughs> ring. <laughs> Acado's here. <laughs> I was trying to hear we got a conversation that's two rooms away. He's doing a fucking podcast, mate. Piss off! <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear well, me Jimmy Bambley that? voice? The fuck was that? <laughs> Do you know oh, you were definitely you you were giving it a lot of mate and pal vibe. Yeah. yeah. Um that's our flooring guy. He's come drop off things for us. Right. Mm. Did you hear me and Craig shouting, fuck off, he's on a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's done us a massive favour to be fair to him. He's a really right. nice bloke. You, anyway. You so, were you were mid Anthony Dooley, David Bowie, Bowie on Pie. Yeah, so Bowie is releasing all his stuff on Pi in 66, and Anthony Newley is 1960 with this. It doesn't feel like a huge amount of time for the kind of sea change to happen, because these things feel fucking worlds apart. Bowie this and tail, this. This is tail end of the 50s, and then Bowie was way ahead of his time when he started releasing, so you think about it, I mean... It's yes, lag it's, it's, and it's yeah, people it, ahead of the game. Yes, exactly. So it's it's not technically there, but uh, yeah, there we go. But unfortunately, I've been faced with two absolute steamers here. I mean, I'm just I'm uh, tempted to say I'm tempted to say I'm I'm, I'm taking the lid off the bin here. Yeah. Oh, definitely. No, yeah. I think like if you're not already like hovering, ready to drop in yeah. the bin, there is something kind of wrong with you. Shat EDM and poxy fifties hangover. <laughs> Schlock? Yeah. I don't even know what genre that is. Surely, surely nothing could save this. <laughs> this is going to be a stonker, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Fucking... my, my final number one this week is unique number one, number 483. This was number one for three weeks. It's from... <laughs> this is number one for three weeks from the 11th of July in the year of our Lord, 1981. Uh, Microsoft Machine... Uh, run out of puns for you. I'm sorry, this is a poor week for Did me. Did you have uh, one this fact? week? No. no, it was terrible. It's basically all penis related. All like yeah. erection related. Excellent. Uh, penis, any facts? <laughs> <laughs> well, much like the bedroom, nothing going on there. Oh, mate. <laughs> Will we know this, mate? Will we know this? I think you'll probably know this within, I, I predict within at least two drum beats. Oh, wow, okay. Well, we like Press it. Play. <laughs> Press play. Ghost Town. Ghost Town. 
in! <laughs> This is Ghost Town. This is the song that sunk the SS specials completely and utterly, uh, but going out on an absolute stormer with their social commentary of the early 80s, uh, ironically dropped at about the same time as all the rioting was going on as well. It just captured an exact moment in time and the feeling of the nation. It's absolutely wonderful. And it's about to prove that it can go in regardless of what else was with it. Boys, your thoughts? Anyone pushing back on that, Liam? Liam, have you got anything? Like, I need to be careful because sometimes on this pod we use the word important. Yeah, we do. But if anything classifies as sort of important in English, particularly British pop history, something like Ghost Town and Thatcher and that kind of zeitgeisty moment, can't go in on it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. You'll find you'll find this song possibly written about in most modern history books. In fact, of any modern history books worth their salt, every fucker knows it. So I'm not going to add to the hours and hours of stuff rattled on about it. All I'll say is what Craig said is absolutely bang on. What Liam said is absolutely bang on. It's just excellent, excellent pop music with meaning done fantastically well. Possibly the greatest middle eight ever written. I was going to well. say, the silly, the silliest middle eight in a serious song ever. It's fantastic. Outside of Live and Let Die. Did we, a couple <laughs> of weeks back, a couple of weeks back, we were talking about um, vi- uh, music visualisation, and I think me and you, Craig, were wanking on about a song going to... Oh, Every Little Thing She Does Is Magic. Yeah. Black and white verse, Technicolor chorus. This is yes. all black and white, barring that eight bars yeah. of Technicolor. Yeah. Great. Get him in. Walked into the pantheon there. Absolutely, it did. That was pretty. Yeah, that, that's a no-brainer, isn't it? I, Episode I like think... forty-six, Caesar classic. Caesar classic. That's kind of uh, that's not a singin though, is it? Like those two tracks did not get singined in. That is, I think, you know, like the wake of a boat traveling through the water. Something that's just so massive that. Yeah. It impacts loads of other stuff. It's got gravity. It's got space time. Um, should we move on? Considering you're not going for my metaphors, so fuck you. No, no, I'm not going. I, I had another metaphor, but I can't say it in this day. I might have got away with it in the nineties. Not now. Well, say so it. Go, and bleep go, it. Go, go. Say it and bleep it. It's like inviting two real. <laughs> yeah, you can't get away with that anymore. So it is me up next, I think. Let's say that. Because um, it's all well planned. Why Why not? Um, so my first number one of the week is unique number one, 1,194. It was first Oof. number one on the 12th of May 2012. So it's looking good. Soft machine, give me some little facts. It's been... Ooh, a one-week wonder from 2012. Aren't we in for a treat, boys? <laughs> I'd ask for guesses, but I know you're going to get it first time. Yeah. So, um, 
Let's play it. And if this rings a bell for anyone, I'll be fucking amazed. <laughs> Just all it is all the same, isn't it? Oh, uh, it's fucking Cheryl Cole. No, it's her. It is not Cheryl. Is it it not? is a. If Wish made Cheryl Cole, Cheryl Sherloid. <laughs> no, no, who not did any this? Of those letters. Talisa? Talisa. Yes! yes, that's who I meant. She sucked a dick and then released this. <laughs> That was it, wasn't it? She. Oh, I know this is. Re- I, I'm really sorry, but this is just how I speak. So she got. There was a sex tape, and to get her out of this hole, uh, they. She released a song saying, "Forgive me, cause I'm young." Yeah. yeah. And I like dick. He was 26 at the time. Um, it's young. <laughs> it's is young. it young? I don't know. It is. It's young. I mean, I can't say fucking anything, mate. It's old enough to legally have a ten-year-old child of your own. I don't know why that makes it worse. I don't know. It, if she's singing it to a ten-year-old child Ugh. after the ten-year-old child's watched the video, no, she was singing. She was it singing worse. it. She was singing it to Gary Barlow and Simon Carl because she wanted to get back on the next season of the X Factor. Didn't work that one, did it? it yes, Craig. Of course. Yeah. But I'm well, Matt. You, you've you've stolen my lead there. That was. I'm so sorry. No, it's absolutely fine. That's all I got really excited. I'm not being funny. M dubs are like a pea stain Shit. on the trousers of pop history. There's l- so little to talk about when it comes to Dappy, apart from the fact he's got he's a hat. massive cock. Absolutely yeah, he stole that from the the potato smuggler himself. But he stole Ryan his Arby. cock. He stole, he stole <laughs> Brian Arby's oh, dick. No, no, no. I've realised. <laughs> I've realised Craig was answering me, so I said he's got a massive hat. Liam says he's got a massive cock. Both are pa- well, one is obviously true, and one and the other one is apparently true. And we both decided to think that he'd still Brian Harvey's cock. It was a transplant after he ran over himself. Um, well, yeah. So there was Ndubs, um, and then Talisa went solo. And then she disappeared off into obscurity post-solo career and sex tape. And unfortunately for Talisa, she's kind of famous for making a sex tape and being in a crap band. You can catch her her at Butlins three times a year with M-dubs. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Is Cheryl Cole playing Butlins? Can I I say, though, it did feel like a nice... Where things were starting to turn around. Because, do you remember, it was the bloke, that fucking prick release the sex tape to kind of shame her in some way and it didn't quite work i mean right so it kind of worked that she was flattened you know like kind of taken off certain things but i like to think that this is the start of the narrative being twisted back on uh, sex tape shamed the end of like women being ashamed of their sexual exploits and be and be which is what it, you know it's kind of being blackmailed by a public shame. Yeah. Who's the fuck? Who is this prick? We so need to name he's him. He's called Justin Edwards. Is he dead? Um, not yet. No, but he's... sorry, have I gone too far? No, no, you're absolutely right. Like, come on, like it's revenge porn, isn't it? And like, it is. It a, is exactly yeah. that. As a kind of species, I think we're sort of done with that now a little bit. So. Um, but yeah, let's also not pretend that Talisa is an interesting pop star in any respect. 
Mm, no. Like that's not to be like blasé about you know sex tapes and all that stuff. Like obviously that is shit, but also it's no. it's an interesting story with a massive asterisk at the end of it, which leads to she was also a pop star. <laughs> Slightly, yeah, um, and also very much an also ran. Yeah, I think this sort of sank her. I think her, she, like I say, she was she. It was her first series judging the X Factor. She'd come across across quite nicely, I think, in that season where they'd completely changed the judging panel. From what I remember, because it was Gary Barlow's first season, they'd completely replaced everyone, and she was coming across quite nicely. And if I remember rightly, the tape came out mid season because she had to come out sort of in the middle of the show. Like oh. during the live shows, and it was like, I know That's something's tacky. happened. We're not going to talk about it. Here's Baz and Jeff singing Ghostbusters. It's Halloween week. <laughs> the show must go on, people. <laughs> Baz and Jeff. Everyone's favorite. Everyone's favorite exciter winner there, Baz and Jeff. Right. Okay. In 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 the spirit of. You know, kind of like being where, where you know, finding out where the hell we are with this. Liam, is your view? Obviously, we've we've talked about the story of Talisa around this time. Is this song worthy of our time any more than that? No, it's absolute shat biscuits. Oh, okay, Craig. <laughs> no, I'm good, thanks. Let's move on to number two then. All righty. So number two is unique number one, one hundred and fifty-seven. Ooh, Hopefully uh, that might not no, 63. 53, 50, uh, 63, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're edging towards rock and roll, potentially. Um, mm. So this was number one for three weeks, beginning the 22nd of... Oh, it's been a while. He's not got his cheat sheet. Uh, not, what's that? Oh, uh, August. Uh, August. August. Last month. 1963. So, yeah. Um, three weeks, and yeah, let's let's dive in, shall we? If you get this, I'll be kind of impressed, I suppose, because I have a Scooby. If you ever leave me, I'll be sad and blue. There is a drop. Don't you ever leave? Yeah, it sounds like a kind of Cliff Richard, so that, you know, the way he used to set up his songs. The birds in the sky would be sad and lonely if they knew that I'd lost my one and only they'd be sad if you're bad. So musically interesting, lyrically boring. Yeah, it's, no, it's yeah, it's Mersey okay. Beatish. It's Mersey Beat adjacent, isn't it? But it's I'm guessing it's not. I can't think of it as one of the Mersey Beat lot. It is Billy J. Kramer and the Dakotas. Oh, it is one of the Mer- Mersey Beat lot, because he's a scouser, isn't he, B.J. Kramer? And it's written by Lennon and McCartney. Oh, is it one right. of their throwaways? Yeah. Right. Clearly something they swept off the toilet floor um, and passed on. Yeah, it's, it's George Martin produced. He was under... Um, who's the Beatles uh, manager? Epstein. Uh, yeah, Epstein. I think he was under Epstein. Not it's, that one. It's, it's, yeah. Um, basically, it's a Beatles song without any of the interest for Beatles fans and any of the talent for Beatles fans. 
It's too peppy to ever be a Beatles song, even the early day Beatles. It's too. It's a bit Thunderbird you know bobbleheady. We, sh- we should have got that though, shouldn't we? You know the little yeah. fold back that I was alluding yeah. to visually. The that's that is definitely yeah. a kind of early Beatles trope, but yeah, it done nothing. Don't really do much to me or uh, for me that. Did he do out? Has he got any other chances, BJ Kramer? Because I, I never, I, I always thought I didn't mind his voice. Um, that's a great question. He's got little here. children at a UK number one. Wow, um, that's his that's only it. other shot. He's got a number that's two it. as well, um, which is: Do you want to know a secret? Listen, and do you want to, you know, want to a know a secret? Which is actually a tune. Yeah, I think if that had come up here, we'd be having a slightly we'd be different more conversation. Positive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just a bit throwaway, though, isn't it? I mean, it's literally throwaway because Lennon and McCartney wanted nothing to do with it and just threw it at one of the mates and said, do you want a hit? There you go. It's got our names on it. Done it show that uh, Lennon and McCartney stuff just sold off the back of, because I've just had a check. It was it was re-released in 64 and ended up being a big top 10 hit in the States oh, as yeah. well. So, uh, Songbook <sighs> time. Still on the tail end of Songbook. Everyone, Where are we? go. Where are we binwards, gentlemen? In the kitchen. Very I, can't say I'm near, I can't I can't say I'm near the fridge, mate. No, I'm hovering I'm I'm hovering near the bin. It's I've got one eye on it, it's right there. I'm just side eyeing it. If you if you sniff it, like how off <laughs> is this smelling so far? I mean it's 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 close enough that I wouldn't mind just buzzing some veg with it and making something out of it, but You could stir fry it, it still. Yeah, I, I could definitely fry the shit out of it and it'll still taste okay. And I probably wouldn't get stomach cramps from it. But do, we, do either of you two eat hummus? Yes. Do you how do you do you stick to the sell by date, or do you just kind of keep it and test it? Wait, to be honest, in our house, it never lasts long enough. There's a point where hummus kind of tastes a bit fizzy. Yeah, mm. and that's when it needs to go. This is approaching that. Okay, so we're, we're sour fizzy hummus. hummus. <laughs> So, with that said, let's see if the uh, last one can do anything to revitalise your um, let's waning see if it can hummus. Let's these two. <laughs> waning hummus. Um, so, this is unique number one, 1,226. It was first... God, I'm already one. opening the bin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the pedal go down. Yeah. Um, it was first number one on the 30th of March 2013. Soft Machine, give me some information. It's been... And a one-weeker as well. It bodes well. It's, Stop! We can... It's a strong three this week for me. <laughs> um, here we go. Well, in come the thing them called Sean DePaul. No. John Paul. John DePaul. Is, Is that all he's giving us? I'll give you a smidge more. Alongside the Saturdays. <laughs> All right, that's it. It's the Saturdays and Sean Paul, then. Is it Sean Paul or is it featuring Sean Paul? Because if you were featuring Sean Paul, you had to have him opening up because it's, by going Shannon Featuring. Bar. It's, it's, it's the Saturdays. I've just dragged it up. It's the Saturdays featuring Sean Paul. It is. It's What About Us. Is that the chorus that I think it is? Would you like a little William? dive in? What About Us? The pink song. What's that? Oh, you want me to write a song? Oh, no, hang on. No, yeah, no, I'll write, no, I'll let, no, no. Let, let me drive to the other end of the street and let me ring you. Let me phone it in. Let me phone it 
Also, like, recently, um, I have come round to an appreciating, appreciation of the little mix. Well, yeah. I think, well, I, think, are... I think through this show. Actually, yeah, to, to an extent, yeah. I think they're an under underappreciated pop band, in my estimation. I, I have underestimated them. Whereas the Saturdays, I have estimated correctly, and it is very low indeed. That's because they were already a bad photocopy of Girls Aloud before we even started. It had members of S Club Juniors in, if I remember correctly, so it was already a knockoff of a knockoff. I don't know any of these. Who's Frankie Bridge? Won't want to cross her. Frankie Bridge. <laughs> Una Healy. <laughs> Who is Frankie Bridge? <laughs> Rochelle Humes. Rochelle. Right, I'll give you... Do you know when you hover over something on Wiki and it gives you, like, a really sharp paragraph yep. about who it is? I'll give you a moment. Frankie Bridge. Formerly a member of S Club Juniors, member of Girl Group Saturdays, signed to Simon Fuller's television S Club Search in 2001, broadcast on BBC. She successfully... That's the end. Did you say S Club Search? S Club Search, so that must have I been a show. I heard S Club Surgeon, which is a very different show. <laughs> Reach for the knife. <laughs> Just Bradley hacking away. <laughs> is an Irish singer. She rose to fame in the Saturdays who are signed to Fascination and Polydor Records. Oh. Rochelle Humes was in S Club Juniors on the Saturdays. Gone on to present ITV Entertainment Series Ninja Warrior and <laughs> This Morning. Molly King wow. is an English pop singer and member of girl group The Saturdays. Vanessa White, Saturdays solo artist West End. Bin! So Get that is a combo in. of Talisa's 26-year-old um, young um, bad to me by not Paul and John and Sean Paul and some other people thinking something called What About Us. Craig, where are you? I mean, I've already taken the bin out to the the wheeler bin outside. I mean, I've cleared it. It's good. It's we, we, it's it's firmly gone. It's all twaddle, isn't it? Let's bin all of it. You nana bin. Have a mucky dip. <laughs> let's have a mucky dip. Speaking of OnlyFans, um, let's pick a <laughs> random number two. I hope you'll never lose your Ronan, of course it's Ronan. Is it's it Ronan? Ronan the Accuser, yeah. What's the name of the song? I Hope You Dance. Which makes it sound like someone is shooting at their feet. <sighs> right. Heading for that lucrative uh, wedding market there. It's still shat what? though, isn't it? Like it's, it's as bad as the other things that we've had. Oh, listen, I'm not even calling a cucumber castle, but all I'm saying is put Ronan Keating's I Hope You Will Dance in the best of fucking music. The prick. Mm, good point. That doesn't feel good, does it? So it takes the breaks. That's Can't the win them all. Can't win them all. Matt, you're up. Hello, what a horrible week barring the specials we've had so thus far. So let us get the domestos out and not put it in our eyes, Liam, and clean the kitchen <laughs> with unique number one, number 911, 9-11. But not that one. This is a number. Uh, it was at number one for four weeks on the 29th of September in 2001. Uh, Microsoft Machine, do we have any more information about this particular number one? 
Soap star sing, place your guesses. Oliver Lance, kiss kiss. Liam. Um, what year, sorry? 2001. I think Craig's right there, I think he's got it. Press play. Oh, Kylie. Oh. <gasps> Kylie Monogony. La la la, la 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 la. It's a Kathy Dennis masterclass. It's Kylie cementing her place as pop royalty. One year on from spinning around, she, in my opinion, tops it with this. Proper grown-up Kylie, not kid Kylie of the mid-80s, not teenage grumpy grunge Kylie of the early 90s. <laughs> Sorry, Craig, not shite <laughs> Kylie in tears of my pillow. Got anyway, Kylie. New, disco, new disco brillness. Kylie's can't get you out of my head. Strong start, lads. Strong start. This is really up there for me. Beaver is I one of the so. best pop albums of the of ever. I think it's got this on it. It's got um, Love at First Sight on it, Come Into My World, all of which were fucking stellar singles. <laughs> but this was everywhere. This was the, I remember this being like one of the biggest yeah. singles that summer. It was just... I think this has come at the right time. I was doing this show's <clears> come <throat> at the right time because I think if this was we were doing this show 10 years ago, I think this song might still be annoying me like it did at the time. Because oh, it was really? Everywhere. But I've had enough distance to pass to make me reappraise it. And be eking out. There's some banging remixes of this out there as well. Mm, the video anyway, was iconic I, as well. I knew. Right, Jem said that, by the way, but I couldn't really remember it. And oh, then the I watched it. And then, yeah, 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 yeah. I can just think about the hot pants. Oh, anyway, that was spinning I knew, around. I knew you'd say that, Liam. I knew you'd like it. And I'm guessing you knew that I'd like it. But here's the interesting question. Craig, oh, oh. what's your view on Kylie's... Uh, I can't get it out of my head. I find it quite boring, to be honest with you. Mm. Yeah, I thought so. I didn't think there was probably enough thought, going on. I, I, no, I think, it, I think it's... And these, it's by right. the way, there's no patronisation there at all. I just kind of no. got the feeling that it's like, if you're not I on mean, board with that groove, then... It's fine. It's 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 literally just fine. It, it, fine it, card. It, it, it exemplifies sort of the same feeling I have for Latter Day Madonna. It's it's just it's fine it's it, we're dipping into the disco bucket and we pulled out this one quick one in comparison to kylie and madonna do you know and madonna obviously the 80s was utterly faultless and you couldn't really in my eyes compare kylie to madonna in the 80s because madonna was on such a different plane yeah. such a different level this is where kylie overtakes madonna yeah kylie is relevant and madonna is waning in relevance at this point yeah yeah Right, okay, strong start for me and Liam. Craig, even though you think it's fine, is it fine? Are you nearer the bin? Are you on the fence? Where are you? I, I am dead centre. I mean, there might as well have not been a first number one there. Let's see what happens. Okay, then let's move on to unique number one, number five, three, four. This was number one for Cop for this. Six weeks. Six weeks. Uh, and it, it reached the number one spot on the 24th of March in 1984. We've spoken about this in the past, that way. Anything over five weeks. Kind of really hit on something. So there's six weeks. Do we have any more information? Microsoft Machine, please, on this song. Yeah, press play. Is it, is it vinyl? It is. It is. What is it? You know it. Adele did a cover of it. 
It certainly is. It's Lionel Richie's hello. Big clay okay. face. Stop that. <laughs> it, it gets. It oh, God, gets his big clay stick. face. I forgot it about it. Stop. Stop. I told you to stop <laughs> saying big clay face. It gets stick, this song. But, Rightly so. No, oh, Craig. God, it's good. Doors, he only has two good singles. Doors, I'm sorry. Does a better job than Careless Whisper in the emotional ballad stakes. Wow. Mainly remembered for the frankly hilarious video and the perils of the early and the perils of the early <laughs> video age. But in an era where Toto by Africa can be rehabilitated, this song, in mm. my eyes, needs a second glance too. So forget the clayhead. Forget the way he answers the phone in the video, which is <laughs> which is funnier than the clayhead. Ignore the doubters. This is cock and balls out balladry from a guy who by this point had nothing to prove but had no right to be anywhere near the top of the charts strong front cover to the seven inch single too denim lionel full denim more hello than hello he's also <laughs> sat backwards on a chair isn't he no i don't think it is oh, that's the album cover sorry, yeah. Yeah. that's the album cover is it can't slow down because he thinks it's a car <laughs> no it's a great song this and I think the baggage is pulling it down for you guys I don't mind it it's fairly it's low down but it's in the canon of 80s pop I think with this song I'm going to end up I can't with you guys because you guys I would consider our heads you know you know, when I talk about heads I yep. talk about mu- music heads music bores these, this is the kind of song that I would school someone over and use the line <laughs> to like, if, if you don't like this, you don't get it. You know, I'd be, I'd be like that, that kind of thing. I think these, there really is something good in this, in the schmaltz. Cause it is schmaltz. I get it. It's proper balladry ballad, 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 ballad. But considering it's right in the eighties, it, it's got a timeless quality to the production. It hasn't really palled in many respects. It's got a nice classical guitar solo again. You do, hey, Roy. Craig? That stinks, mate, sorry. Right, okay. <laughs> I, for so, my money, it's not moved me. I'm still near the vegetable crisper. Craig? I'm 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 sort of sauntering towards the bin now. In fact, I'm I'm I'm, I'm stepping stepping towards the bin quite firmly now. Just He's pointing at it, going, you go in there. <laughs> He's stepping into Christmas. So let's let's take a look at unit number one, number seven four one. My last one of the week. This last one of the episode. This um, hit the top spot on the first of June in 1996. Any more information, soft machine? exactly what it is as well and it was it's down as a one week wonder but it's a it's a tickler it's a uh a chart tickler because it hit number one in the early part of june and then hit again in july for another week craig knows what it is liam i know you're not the biggest soccer ball fan but could you take a smell in 1996 a football song three lions play that shit (laughs) I think it's bad news for the English game. Oh, Gem's back. 
We're not creative enough. And we're not positive enough. It's home. Enough. Let's do some real talk. I'm completely going to dissociate this from what was one of the most wonderful football summers for me and for millions of others. Just the music. Yes, the football-related music, but just the music. I'm going to forget about all those people who repeat it like a mantra on Vox Pops during the six o'clock news when the national team goes further than the quarterfinal. Although, taking that into account, I suppose that is a barometer of its universal pull. As football songs go, it's pretty bloody good. Chorus that works on the seven inch as much as it does in the, cow- in the crowd, so a songwriting tick for that. The lyrics are a pian to love and failure. Perfect. Ghosts of the past spirits of the time. It's pretty much the most 90s thing, realistically, in retrospect. Is it the best football song? No, but it is very close. Also, and this is very important on this particular edition of it, this is the original issue. Brill. The 98 version, or any subsequent re-releases, can fucking do one. But before the 98 version does do one, it did kick in a Dece anomaly. Can we have the first wiki fist of the week? When Three Lions 98 reached number one on the UK single chart, so that's Three Lions 1998, it became only one of three songs to top the British charts with more than once, but with a lyric variant. Okay, so the original hits number one, and then it hits number one again, but with slightly altered lyrics. Can you name the other two songs that hit the top spot? Band-Aid 2. So that's, yeah, that's how it was. Do They Know It's Christmas as Band-Aid, Band-Aid 20 and Band-Aid 30, believe it or not. So Band-Aid 2 isn't down there as that, which is weird. And there's one more. Is it an Imagine thing? Nope. Hmm. That's a really Uh, good question, though. I like that. Is it another Christmas one? No. No, it's not fairy tale though. No, it's not. Oh, that's you got a you got a call for that, I suppose. But I don't think I got to number one. Do you want me to tell you? Go on. It was Mambo number five, Louis Vega and Bob the Builder. Yeah, <laughs> love it. Oh, right, okay. God. I'm not going to hide my light, hide my light under a bushel. I think these three should go in. I really like them. I think they would. They're, they're, it's it's a good selection. Obviously, ticks my boxes. However, I am braced. And I will go to Craig Lowe first. Okay, well, uh, Lightning Seeds were one of my most favourite bands of the 1990s, right up there with Space and all the the resurrection of the Liverpool scene that came out of the mid-90s and early 90s. Uh, this, paired with Free Lines 98 and Lightning Seeds only, number one songs, they didn't oh, have shit, anything yeah. else outside of this. Even though they had far better songs, these are the only two that get to number one. Uh, I'm really struggling here, boys. I right, really tell you what, because... if, if, if you're struggling, do you want me to go to Liam? Yeah, let, let me ponder. Liam. Um, a few episodes ago, when You'll Never Walk Alone came up, yeah. I described it as a dirge sung by Yobbs. This is a dirge sung by Yobbs, conducted by twats. 
Um, as where, far as I'm where, concerned, where? this song, the singers of it and their ilk have caused irreparable damage. Oh, to it's the Frank world Skinner! I completely forgot, forgot about the Frank Skinner thing. It is the like auditory expression of '90s laddism. It's like sonic FHM on Maxim. Bin 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 for this song. However, it's up against Kylie, and that's really fucking bothering me. <laughs> Conflict. Conflict. Conflict on both sides of the, the o- fence. The only, thing, the only thing I'd push back on that, and I can't, again, Liam, that's the way you see it, and it was funny, so fuck it. <laughs> However, I don't think this is the epitome of laddism. That It is genuinely disassociating something that's really laddy to take it. If anything, you should be throwing why you put in a, a game where 22 men kick a ball around a pitch on like some kind of romantic level. Um, but I know you hate Frank Skinner, so it's fine. I really fucking do as well, and that's that's what might sink this. Right, so I'm... I'm... Fucking smug Frank Skinner <laughs> and sulky Badil. Done. So let's double underline this. I am in the fridge. These are in. Craig can't decide. Liam can't decide. <laughs> What, what, where do we go from here? I, right, I tell you what, I'm just going to stop talking. I'd like one of you to raise your hand when you make the decision. Don't worry, listener, I will edit this down. Oh, fuck. I mean, god damn. I mean, if it were world in motion, this would be easier. Oh, Liam's made a decision, sir. Oh, no, he's sir. Not. no, he's not. No, he's not. No, he's not. He was leaning. He was leaning. <laughs> he was leaning. Oh, look at that. <laughs> look at that bait and switch from Liam there. Okay. Right, I think, I think, yeah. Sir, sir. Do you want to say it together, <laughs> Craig? Yeah, sure. Three, two, one. Keep. Keep. Holy shit. <laughs> Genuinely thought we were in the bin. <laughs> Thanks, gents. You know the key. Let's kick the shit out of Three Lions 98, yeah? Come on. <laughs> well, that, I, I'm amazed that made it in. That's incredible. Um, the correct choice. But it was up against Hello and Can't Get You Out of My Head. It's just. Yeah. Hello has singed its way in there. Oh, that's unfair. By a nap's dick there. I mean, literally, it was so close that my brain was going, there's still a chance for 98 to get in. There's still a chance for 98 to get in. Don't put the clay head in. There's not. <laughs> Should we wrap up? We're gonna have wrap to. It. Let's do it. Well, that was an interesting week. Question mark. Yeah, I think all around it was bad to middling. Would be. I the had the best of all. You definitely you did. did. And one of them was "Hello" by Lionel Richie. <laughs> that sums up. <laughs> that sums up the week. Uh, but. But what did you think, listeners? You can get in touch with us at the socials. You can visit us at x.com until Elon decides to monetize it. Uh, at ENOE Podcast. You can find us on Facebook by searching ENOE Podcast. If you want to throw us a few pennies, you can head over to patreon.com slash ENOE Podcast. There you'll find extra podcasts. You'll find news, reviews. You'll find a picture of me with the lead singer of Awesome. Uh, also, if you are unsure of any of the links, head over to www.everynumberoneever.com. Spell it how you like. Uh, we've got them all. Uh, Liam. I'm sorry, but you'll have to give us a recap on this week. Oh, must be. 
So, in this week, we had Calvin Harris's forgettable anthem to summer called Summer. We had Anthony Newley's Creepfest with Why, both of which were smuggled in under the specials' um, coat or in their car boot into the movie of the Pantheon because of Ghost Ten. That was a mumbled metaphor, but fuck it. Um, however, Talisa's Young, a lesser McCartney, Lennon, Stain, and. John, Paul and the Saturdays with What About Us have all been cast into the Eternal Pit only to be replaced by Ronan Keating threatening you with dancing and finally round the final final furlong thing comes Kylie Minogue racing next to Lionel Richie in the rear where they belong are Badil and Skinner and the Lightning Seeds with a just crowd of angry men beating one another up at the back um, all three of those went into the Pantheon um, so yeah, football oh well well done everyone uh, thank you Liam Yeah. thanks Craig Hello. And that's what we're playing out. No, of course. Listen, we've heard Ghost Town this week. Let's listen to that. Ghost Town by a country mile is our song of the week. Thank you for your listening. We will see you next week. Love you lots. Goodbye. This place is coming like a ghost town. Ha, 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 ha.